You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. There is a narcissistic, self-exalting spirit, and it comes from the world, but it is trying to maneuver its way through the body of Christ, and it's called foolish pride. (laughs) This self-exalting spirit uh, is not from God. As a matter of fact, 1 John 2.16 says this, our foolish pride comes from the world, and so do our selfish desires and our desire to have everything we see. Oh, just chords, just real low. Are you guys with me? So James chapter number four, let's begin at verse six and verse seven. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's read. But he gives more grace But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists. I want you to write this down. That word simply means to set oneself against, to oppose, to oppose to disagree with by standing in the way of. So when we, when the word of God says God resists those who are proud, he sets himself against that individual. He opposes them or he he disagree with them by standing in the way of. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil. What do you mean resist? Here, that word means to stand against And he will flee when you stand against the devil. And Jesus shows this both in Matthew's gospel and Luke's account is that when we stand against the devil, it literally means to put the word on the devil for it is written. And what did uh, Satan do? The scripture says that he left Jesus until a more opportune time. So that's how you resist the devil. I'm not talking about that, but I want it to share that. But here, write this down, or if you want it for, for your uh, learning purposes, but the purpose of James, the purpose of James, we're talking about the brother of Jesus, he's writing to expose hypocritical practices and to teach right Christian behavior. So when you look throughout this book and succinct, when you study this book, or the occurring theme throughout this book is to expose hypocritical practices, and teach right behavior. He's talking to a people that have been scattered throughout the Mediterranean world because of persecution. Now listen to this. In their surroundings, they were tempted to let intellectual agreement pass for faith. And we see the same thing going on today. Christians who are allowing intellectual agreement, worldly wisdom, to pass off as faith. Are you guys with me? So they are allowing what seems to be good or what sounds reasonable 
or what looks to be right. There's a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. So we have Christians now. Now, I'm leading up to something, but I want you to understand why he's writing these people. So as we read, we'll understand. He's talking about people who or in this particular passage. He's talking about people who are now using human wisdom and passing it off as faith. You know, like that person who, you know, they get saved now. And, it, you know, it tickles me now that everyone has a ministry. And I'm going to show you something here. But, but and for all those who have a ministry, just from a biblical contextual standpoint, the ministry is to help edify the body, not cause uh, a, 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 a diversity among the body or for everyone to disperse. Just, just as if all of you, and we all uh, have a ministry, if, if you want to put it that way, and it is to reach the world for Jesus. But if we all take the ministry that we believe God, now imagine that you got all these people, but everybody's going in every kind of direction. Let me tell you something. That's a subtle deception and trick of the enemy. Your gift, your ministry is for the edification of the body. Now, let me show you something. Listen to this. Uh, I guess 90% didn't agree with that. He blocking my ministry. And, 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 just, and, and, and let me say this. Um, uh, uh, Real ministry, and just whatever your ministry is, maybe you're, maybe you're called to whoever. Let me show you how it works. If I really believe he, he has called me to whomever, on the outside, I minister to whoever and whomever, and I bring them into the fold whereby they can be discipled and go out and do the same thing. Look, look, look. Real ministry is not, watch this, real ministry is not sitting or waiting on an opportunity to minister to people who are already healed. Those who are healed are not in need of a physician. So, so I, I, no, no, no. My, my ministry is for those. Now, those who are healed can be edified by it, but the ministry are for those. Are you guys here? What are we talking about? Foolish pride. So here in our Text, we see James, he's somewhat scolding Christians for living according to the wisdom of the world. They were driven, listen to this, and you can see this throughout the body of Christ. They were driven by envy and the ambition, listen to this, to succeed at any cost. That's the world's way. Step on who you can. It don't matter. Get all you can. Can all you get. Trick people. Go over people. I mean, step over whatever it takes as long as I get mine. They were all, listen, these are Christians. They were also fighting with each other to get what they want. Christians, believers. But James warned these believers that now in, around verse 4, he says, listen, man, what you guys are doing, you, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good because I'm good. Listen, none at all. Thank you. So, so you know what they were doing? He said, man, you guys are committing adultery against God. So when, when we are so consumed about self. What you're saying is that I'm, I, I don't need God, so I'm going to do it myself. That's like you know, where it is committing adultery against God. Can, can you show them that in verse 4? Listen, how do you say that, Pastor? They were cheating on God by living according to the world system. And a, the world system or the systems of this world is a self-reliance system, a system that disregards God. That's why we are encouraged not to conform 
to the world, but be ye transformed. So the, the world says we're not talking, we're, we're talking about their customs, their ideologies, their beliefs. In this system, anything goes. As a matter of fact, they're trying to discredit and do away with God. That's why you see so much autonomy among people, the people who are living based upon their own self-government. I don't need a leader. <laughs> uh, write this down. Write this down. We're talking about foolish pride, so give me. A, a, let me just try to establish a foundation this week or build upon this. But our refusal to trust God, I want you to write this down, our refusal to trust God to provide what we need, what he wants for us, and our insistence on getting what we want for ourselves is an act of pride. So when we refuse to trust God, when we refuse his direction, <laughs> and when we insist on getting what we want without his, 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 his consent, his agreement, we are acting in pride. In other words, we are attempting to be the God of our own lives. Notice the scripture says God resists the proud. And when this happens, listen to this because I don't want you to misunderstand me. When this happens, God will lovingly jealously jealously oppose us when we do this but he will not reject us in Christ but he will stand in the way that's what it means by resistance no you are still a believer but don't think anything is going to come through here because you are resisting me you're trying to do it without me and, and, and may I encourage you if you want to experience any level of godly success <laughs> Someone say godly success because there's a difference between worldly success and godly success. If you want to experience any level of godly success, we must ward ourselves. Listen to this. You have to ward yourself against the deceptiveness of foolish pride every day. So every day you have to wake up and be on guard against foolish pride. And you do that by submitting your will to the will of the Father. <laughs> Luke 9, 23 says this. Then Jesus said to all the people, if any of you want to be my followers, let's read this out loud. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's read. Then Jesus said to all people, if any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross and follow me each day and what? Follow me. So every day, you, what, do you, what do you mean forget about yourself? Deny what my selfish desires and passions and wants are for the will of God. Now, and I, and I, 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 I want to say this. This is something that you're going to fight with as long as you have breath in your lungs. You will always contest that tug of pride. That's why it's so much easier to say, Lord, let your will be done, not mine. Because when I get in the way, you stand in the way. When I try to do it my way, in other words, he stands and opposes me. And, and just let me name a few, just to kind of give you a, an idea, and there's much more than these, what pride or foolish pride is responsible for. It's responsible for the fall of man. And the same three things that knocked Adam and Eve off are the same three things that Satan uses today. The lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. It falls in one of those three categories. If you're off or if you're in foolish, it's one of those things. The lust of the eyes, what you see. The lust of the flesh, 
those fleshly and selfish desires. Just, just, just take a moment to think. When you look at the majority of people, everybody is consumed with self, getting mine. I mean, and they're even forfeiting the kingdom and all kind of things for self. It seems like the more they do that, the less they have. And I submit because there's somebody standing in your way. Watch this. And the point is to recognize that if I'm not moving, I have to. There's a reason why things aren't happening. Are you here? It, 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 it's the reason or why we see the incitement of wars. It's the destruction and corruption in our governments. It's the reason for rebellion, foolish pride. It's the cause of greed. People who are greedy, pride is behind it, foolish pride. People who suffer financial ruin, for the most part, it's all because of selfish pride. Whether they are shopping addicts, whether they're using it on drugs, or whether they're using it on personal pleasures, pride is the root of it. It's, the, it's responsible for substance abusers, people who abuse substances. Do you know who they're thinking about? They're not thinking about how it affects the family. They're not thinking about how it affects their bodies. They're not thinking about how it affects everyone that, that's around them. So that, that's, that's the only, as long as I get this high. See, that's selfish. Are you here? It's why most marriages d- dissolve. Not all, but a lot. P- probably a great portion because you have someone who was unwilling to say, okay, you win. No, 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 too stubborn to say, all right, I don't know everything. I'm still learning. Too selfish to say, Lord, let your will be done, not my will. And you hear people say, well, I don't like the way they made me feel. And, I, and, and, and they have to do, you got to apologize to me for it. No, 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 no. That's, that's, not, that's not what the word says. See, again, notice earlier I said humility is simply yielding to the will of the Father. That's all it is. And I know sometimes we think it's, it's just being, you know, all, you know, somewhat lowly. No, that's, that's a very... Humility is just simply submitting to the will of God. What did God say about this? That's being humble, not being passive and sitting in the background. Are you with me? It's responsible for for just relationships dissolving, period. Selfish, someone too selfish to yield themselves to God. It's at the very core of offense because people who are offended, they hold on to it because of how they, what you did to me. And I'm going to hold this until you apologize first. So, so people who harbor uh, 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 bitterness and, and, and won't uh, forgive, these are people who are yoked up with foolish pride. I will when you will. That's pride. It's even one of the reasons why a lot of people cannot walk in a freedom whereby Christ has set them free. Because they're still looking at their old self. Watch this. Trying to do it through self-sufficiency. I'm righteous by what I do. That's pride. You're not righteous by what you do. You're righteous by what you believe. (laughs) And I believe that what Jesus did once and for all paid the price. And my righteousness is not based upon how perfect I think I am. But how perfect Jesus was for me. 
the, those are the people who, who, who are self-righteous, the, the hypocrites that he's talking about. The, too, too selfish to just, Lord, let your will be done. <laughs> you hear? It, 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 uh, it, it's why you see a lot of ministries, they're disrupted and chaos and foolery going on because of people who are in pride. Proverbs 13.10 says this, pride leads to conflict. So when there's conflict going on in churches, there's too, too many egos in the way. Too many egos. Notice earlier I said, and now, and it tickles me, and I think people are being misled because they're, 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 a lot of people now, they don't want to be in ministry because they really believe God called them or they're ready for the task. They, what, what they are gravitating to they're looking at it as being something that's very lucrative based upon what they see or on TV. So now it's all about the money. I want to get my ministry, my this, my that. No, 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 no. If God has called you to it, then it's, it's, a bigger, it's bigger than just me. So he sets the bodies, the, the, the different gifts in the ministry to do what? Minister to what? Edify. But, but, but watch this. Prime example, that's why he used the body a lot as an analogy. So imagine your arm has a purpose. Your ears have a purpose. Legs. Every, every part of your body has a, every instrument, every organ has a purpose. Now imagine if every part, every organ goes its own way. What happens to the body? It collapses. It, it, it can't. And that's what you see in the ministry now. You, 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 and what gets me, they don't, I mean, not skilled, not trained, not anything in whatever, but I got something for you. Boy, it's quiet. That's selfish. I don't want to use my gift to help edify the body. I want to use it, Christian, to what? Blow me up. Wow, that's a word for somebody. Are you here? And it's the number one, it's enemy number one. Watch this. To self-destruction. Pride is enemy number one to self-destruction. Proverbs 16, 18 says this. Too much pride will destroy you. Do you see this? Too much pride. will Not might. Not it could. No. It will destroy you. <laughs> it was this self-centered foolish pride that, that, that transformed the once- Righteous Lucifer into the wicked Satan after he became too impressed with himself. And you got people like that in the body of Christ today, too impressed with self. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't want God standing in my way. Isaiah 14, 14, listen to this. I will, listen what Lucifer said. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. And he fell like lightning. Let me give you some working definitions for this. Now, again, you have to let me build this. But let me give you some working definitions for pride because the more I know, then the, the, the more I can be on guard for it. And, and, and I don't know why the Lord is on that ministry thing, but uh, let me say this. The, the gift is for the edification of the body. And just let me help those of you who are up and coming. When when I was, no, up and coming, you know, when I was a single uh, uh, minister, you know, I I never had no aspirations to 
I, I, I just wanted to see souls saved. Never wanted to get up before people. Never wanted to, didn't send notes and letters to the pastors. And, and, and I got this ministry. And I got, because what gets me, everybody who has a ministry aren't convinced. Because nobody is bearing fruit, or very few. If you really believe you have a ministry, I'm dra- here, take this, come hear this word. I'm dragging folk in by the droves because I know that the gift is for the edification of the, the body. Are you here? And you know why people are just so stubborn? Pride. My, I'm not going to be in because of my way. My way or the highway. Watch out for people. Watch out for people who, who who are like that. And a good and you know them because when when they share things with you, things like everything that has happened to them, and they don't see this and they don't see that, and that's pride. And let me and just as those of you, even those who are tuning in via live stream, you know your job is not to see everything that God shows the pastor. Most of the time, you won't see. My job is to follow Him follow her as they follow Christ because I know that God speaks to them face to face. Are you saying he won't speak to me face to face? Absolutely not. I know he'll speak. But when it comes to, see watch this. See it's something's wrong when he's as the head. He's telling you something. He's telling you something. Well who are we going to follow if everybody hearing from God as the direction that he's leading the I know we don't want to hear this because there are so many people who, who, who and see, here's the thing. It's not always intentional, but that's the culture that we were brought up in. A selfish, godless, out for me, get as much as I can society. Just look at some of the wars and things. happen. It's all about pride and ego. That's all it is. Pride. Let me give you some working definitions. But pride it carries two antithetical meanings, or it has opposing sides. It has a negative side and a positive side. We're dealing with the negative side first. <laughs> but here in our text, the word proud, someone say proud. It's the Greek word hooper aphanos, hooper aphanos, and it simply means showing oneself above others, to be disdainful, arrogant, proud. It's to overshine. <laughs> No scripture says, think, you know, a man should not think more highly than he ought. There's nothing wrong with thinking highly of yourself, but just don't go across the line. See, because if I don't love me, I can't love you. But some people go across the line. That's what trespass means. It means to go across or go beyond. Are you here? Just like, like if you trespass on my property, that means you have crossed the line. No trespassing. That means you can come up to it, but don't cross that line. Because once you cross that line, you have now entered, the, in, in my case, in my house, the danger zone. And I'm not responsible. <laughs> it's, listen, I want you to, because these are the Greek definitions. It's trying to be more than what God directs. See, yeah, he may have called you, but he didn't call you to cross the line. It's, oh man, it's going beyond the faith that God imports. What do you mean going beyond the faith that God imports? Now, I I have left the God zone and I am now out here by myself. 
Mm. I pray you're writing these down because watch this. Again, the power to define is the power to fulfill. If I can define it, I can fulfill it. If I know what pride looks like, when it tries to come, and it will come, I can ward myself against it. And there are people in here now who needs to release that prideful heart. Again, it's not always intentional. Pastor, I didn't even know I was proud. But see, thank God for a leader who's in tune to the Spirit of God. To overshine, trying to be more than what God directs. It's going beyond the faith that God imparts. It's excessive. Listen to this. Excessive. People who are hubris, hubris, there are people who are obsessed with themselves. Excessive pride. Overly confident. And there's nothing wrong with being confident, but this is an excessive, excessive confidence. Like, like, like I'm the stuff. I don't care what nobody, yada, yada. It's going, again, it's crossing the line. Are you here? It's glorification in oneself and one's possessions. It's glorification in oneself and in one's possessions. Watch this. For those who didn't know this, and especially in our culture, we need to get this. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that it possesses. You are not defined by what you wear. You're not defined by where you live. You're not defined by what type of car you drive. None of those things make you. Wow. And if you can't let it go, you're in pride. Because we say things like, do you know how much I pay for that? Do you know how hard I had to work for that? See, that's pride. You're just a steward over what God has allowed you to receive. If I can't let it go, that's pride. Just heard that. I don't know who that's for. Pride, listen to that, listen to this is that ugly part of our heart that causes us to be more concerned about ourselves and our own reputation and agendas, and agendas than we are about Christ and his. Do you hear that? It's that ugly part of our heart that causes us to be more concerned about ourselves and our own reputation and agendas than we are about Christ and his. You know how you go all out for your ministry? You'll pass out. 50,000 cards for your ministry. That's all. (laughs) Pride refers, listen to this, it refers to a foolishly, listen to this, and irrationally corrupt sense of one's personal value, status, and accomplishments. It's, 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 again, it's going over, it's crossing the line. It's putting too much on you, emphasis on you. It's it's equivalent to what Satan did. I'm going to make myself like God. On a spiritual level, listen to this, on a spiritual level, its compulsion leads to disregard, disrespect, and disobedience to God. From a spiritual standpoint, pride leads to a disregard of God, a disrespect, and disobedience to God. It's a way that disregards God's direction. What's Proverbs 14 and 12? There's a way that seems right. (laughs) That's why we should, in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct. Huh? Spiritual pride, write this down, 
is an attitude. Boy, listen, I need you to get this one. Spiritual pride is an attitude of independence apart from God. It's an attitude of independence apart from God. It's saying, I don't need God. Notice how selfish people are. And it's, it, it, and it's so hard. That's why Jesus calls us, even though we are sons, he calls us servants. Because in order to be a servant, you must possess a great humility. Yielding to the will or orders of someone else, just like a slave. They're yielding to the obedience of the master. And we, as Christians, should yield our will. L- listen, again, that's why you have to be intentional, because you're gonna, it's going to come to you every day. That's why he says we have to die to ourselves daily, which means pride will try to consume you every day. And whether you realize it or not, on a day-to-day basis, you're either doing it your way or his way. Every day. Every day, you are either operating on your terms or God's terms. Point blank. And if things seem to be at a standstill, perhaps you are operating on your terms and there's someone bigger than you standing in the way. Pride is an arrogant refusal to let God be God. You hear God saying, do this, do that. But because of Pat, you don't know how to mean, Lord, you don't know what I got invested in this. You, you don't know, Lord, yeah, you don't know. And this is that's what people are saying. Because if not, I would yield, huh? To his will. Pride is an arrogant refusal to let God be God. It's listen to this. It's to grab God's status for oneself. I'm in other words, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take the place of God. Guys, this is serious. And I submit to you, that's why he stands in the way. You you, you can't be me. Boy. (laughs) Are you here? It's putting our will over God's will. That's what pride is. Let, let, Let me say something. It's a spiritual battle that we all face. My will versus God's will. That's, 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 that's going to be every day. So every day you have to say, Lord, let your will be done. Not mine. Every day. When Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Lord, if there's any other way, take this cup. But nevertheless, not my will, but thine will. See, that takes great humility. He even humbled himself to come down in human form. God himself. Yielding to the will of God. And that's, well, it's not equivalent to that because that's a great sacrifice to give your life as a ransom for someone else. But there are times when God moves on us to do something. And we say the same thing, if there's any other way. And you know what most do? They go that route. (laughs) The Lord tell you to do this. And see, to do it halfway is disobedience. Hmm? If he says, whatever it is, he may say, call Susie and say X, Y, Z. But you call Susie and say A, B, C. See, that, that's not, let me say something, partial, that's, it ain't, it's disobedient because that's not what I was told to do. Hmm? It's 
my will over God's will. <laughs> and let me say this, a godly person will seek to do God's will while, while a prideful person will seek to justify their own will. See, the humble person will seek to do God's will, but the prideful person will justify why they do their will. Let me tell you why I'm doing it. My way. Are you here? Write this down. The prideful heart, that's why it's good to die to this daily, is impervious to rebuke and insensitive to conviction. So the impervious heart, the proud heart, is one that resists rebuke and conviction. You ignore it. Why? Because you know. And guess what? It leads to destruction. And I submit to you, uh, someone may say, is it, Pastor, isn't it an exaggeration to say that pride is the underlying cause of, uh, don't, not at all, of all sin. When I say sin, it simply means to miss the mark. And I submit to you, people miss the mark because of pride. It's going to fall under, let, let me tell you something, when you miss the mark, when you fall short, it's either because of the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, or the pride of life. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.